Why it's just, uh, it? I don't know, man. If you never play for my team, I just, I, I'm not wearing you. No love. Doesn't matter who Lakers you are. Plenty. Get Gary Payton, get Carl Malone, yeah. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Dude, people really don't know that. Like, that Dennis Rodman played for our team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, all right, boys. Listen, we're not here for basketball today, okay? <laughs> love to talk about basketball. I can talk with y'all forever. We are here today talk about some of the soccer so welcome in to this episode of down with obp i'm your host ziggs i'm here with my man steel and we have a couple guests here with us we have uh our boy clayton out in arizona and our boy here as well and so these two guys don't uh necessarily know too much about soccer but uh you guys give a shout out here tell me what's up how's everything going great out here hot as heck but mm. Sounds like you're still I would think it would have cooled down by now. Not till end of October. End of October. Okay, okay. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on the show, the pod. <laughs> you know, I'm happy to be here. I talk a little bit of soccer today. Yeah, how about that? Because you guys probably know us as a fantasy football podcast, but we wanted to expand some horizons. Been getting a lot of questions about soccer and how everything has been working. Actually, you know, a couple of us have soccer on the background right now, so this is kind of a Saturday ritual for you know people that are into European soccer. And so I decided, Steele and I were talking over the last few weeks, we wanted to do this for a while now, but it really started to pick up steam just recently. And we said, let's do a Intro to Soccer 101 kind of class session here. And, you know, Dalton doesn't know too much about soccer. Very little, so, in fact. In fact, yeah. you know that, you know, there's two 45-minute halves and you get 15-minute halftime. You got all that. That's, that's about it. I understand the basic rules. I know that across the ponds, they do refer to it as um, football. But uh, okay. Did you go to your notes for that? You checked your notes uh, for that? I, did, that I did have that one. Jot, <laughs> jot it down. Okay. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So... At least that um, you have a little bit of a baseline yeah. knowledge, but then this is just going to give you really more in-depth on how the European leagues are kind of set up, the formats of how they keep points, and all the different tournaments and things that they have going out throughout the long season. So, I want to bring this up for you guys, right. if you guys are all ready. I am ready. I am ready. Class is in session. I'm ready. Classes in session. session. Alright. So we got the intro to soccer one oh one. Look at this. So this here's what we're covering today. Clayton, this picture's for you specifically. <sighs> this guy. <laughs> so we're looking at the full schedule. Um we're gonna talk about Europe's top five leagues. Uh, domestic competition format. So domestic competition is just everything that's within your country. And the format of the uh, competitions there, the cup tournaments that they have within each specific country, and then we're going to stretch on um, inter-country tournaments, which will be the European competition formats, talk about the prioritizing all those competitions and how that works, and then we'll end it with transfers and a Q&A. How's that sound? Sounds like I still don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> okay, so... I feel like I know the Good base. Thing. I feel like I know the basics of this stuff, but let's get it. Let's get it. So, 
start off with a full mm-hmm. schedule, man. So season's long, man. Mid mid August to late May, right? Um, just talking what ten months here, so nine months, and you're playing so many games. It's a combination. Pretty much the season's just a combination of depending on how good your team is, like three to six mini tournaments. So for a team like Manchester United or a team like Chelsea, like some of the bigger teams like that, Barcelona, Real Madrid, um, they might be playing in six tournaments a season. But then if you're looking at some smaller teams that really only compete in their respective countries and maybe one outside competition, then they're probably going to be playing like three tournaments per year, right? And they're all just played simultaneously on different days of the week. So it's like you might have a Premier League game on this day and then you know, you have a three days rest and you're going to play a cup game or a tournament game in the midweek. And then you come back and play another league game in the weekend. So right, it gets a little confusing. Time-wise, it but, seems a little you know, sporadic it too. Like definitely can. Yeah. It gets nuts. How so though? Uh, just like sporadic. even because, you know, I'm an early riser. So, and also these games are uh, across the pond, as I mentioned, but, um, a lot of the times it just seems like I'm up at 4 o'clock in the morning and Bernard's already sitting there watching a game. I'm like, what are you doing? What, how, how is this happening right now? And then it's going till like 12 o'clock in the afternoon here. They're still going on. I'm like, all right, this guy is invested. So it just seems <laughs> like 30 a.m., yeah, not 4 a.m. Whatever. You know, what I mean. you know what I mean. <laughs> That's kind of how I am with like football. I mean, like on a Sunday, so right. I'm watching – about 12 hours of football saturday well, think about this sat- saturday think about yeah saturdays you know it's college football going on the game started at 11 yeah i'm watching about from 11 a.m to like 7 a.m yeah, when we're know, true college football when there's uh when there's a game in london we're all up at 8 45 let's be honest yeah you know what i'm oh, saying yeah. so well <laughs> <laughs> Let's say so then we're doing that until 11, until twelve o'clock, and then we're sitting down for six, seven more hours. Right. So now so, that I've become a, a Man U fan since Ronaldo got mm-hmm. here, uh, they're mm-hmm. the only team that I can really like see on national TV here in America like that. You know, they play the Premier Leagues every week. All those other leagues, you know, like they have they have the uh, El Clasico. Whatever is that? What it's called El Clasico. Yeah, yeah, that's so the that's when between yeah Real Barcelona Madrid and Real. Barcelona, right? But like I can't, even, yeah. I can't even really watch that game unless it's on a certain um, time. And they're on, not yeah, any, they're on not ESPN anymore. Plus. Yeah, they just got that contract, ESPN. Yeah. So at least it's a little easier. Um, but before, yeah, you're like on BN Sports or I don't know who else was out there at yeah. the time. But you right. know what I mean. Yeah, right. you have to go dig and try to find it. So yeah. no, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. But um, yeah, with all these teams, you know, they're playing so many games and I get it's getting that. a little bit more accessible. So I think that's why you I know, think, TV contracts are kind of getting signed. That I think way. they're trying to bring it. They're trying to expand it over here to America. You know, they want they want to try to get Americans to be more like inclined with like the yeah. European soccer's and stuff like that. But like, I mean, oh, here, it's moving fast. Yeah. But here's the thing here. In my mm. opinion, it will never eclipse football here. And in America, if you really want Americans to really buy into soccer, the best players over there needs to play here. But they will that will never happen though. Well, because that... they make more money over there. The MLS mm. league sucks. 
and <laughs> yeah, you know, but the MLS, that's... the MLS shoots itself in the foot. It's not really. It's it's their choices. They don't want to spend the money on players. And it's that's also, it's but do also they have new. the money? Like the MLS, the MLS really didn't explode until really after the '94 World Cup when it okay. was actually in the states. So it's like that's when the MLS really started to take on. And even in the last few years, like there's expansion teams popping up all over the place. Like there's another team in LA, Team Miami, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, Columbus. Like we're trying you know, to get one out here, you know, Minnesota, Phoenix. Arizona. Exactly. So they're getting one in Seattle, Atlanta. Too, right? So yeah, Seattle's getting the team. They just broke ground on a new stadium there. So it's like there are expansion teams happening. But you're absolutely right here. There's going. There has to be um, an influx of probably better coaches. Like if someone like. You know, just like how Beckham came over and kind of changed that narrative that, you know, players, you know, good players can come over here and play. You would just hope that they'll be younger and we'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. But, like, coaches might need to do the same thing where they go after, like, a Jose Mourinho or, you know, a Zinedine Zidane, like, mm-hmm. you know, and say, like, hey, we will invest and let you kind of build something here. So cough it up. Exactly. But, and make it more accessible to Americans. It's still mm-hmm. that's the issue too. Homegrown players are just it's not accessible. It costs too much. When you say that, yes, because I mean, all right, so let's let's really dive into it then. <clears throat> with mm-hmm. it over here. The best athlete the best athletes here, the best athletes in the world, they play soccer. Because over there in soccer, in other countries, soccer is uh soccer is a poor man's game. You know? Mm-hmm. That's their way out. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. the situation. The best athletes here, they're black, and in, mm-hmm. and in, and in America, we're not we're not put so, soccer is not put in our hands at an early right. age. Yeah. We'll put it in our hands our basketball, football, occasionally baseball, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, but then we we they can't afford it either because soccer is so expensive here. And like mostly like rich white kids play soccer. Unless you're Hispanic, mm-hmm. then you you know, that's your that's what you grew up watching. You grew up watching soccer, but like the best or athletes, African, I'll say. Or Africans, yeah. But if you not like mm-hmm. black in America and those are mm-hmm. the best athletes, the best athletes are in the hood. They can't even afford that. Most of them are living in poverty. You know, they have they don't have the access to that, funds, mm-hmm. none of that stuff. But like you could pick up a basketball. You could just go to anywhere. You could go to any court and outside and play. All you need is and a that's football. What's, and need... it's flipped over there, you know, yeah. over in every other country. It's like, hey, we can't do all these other sports that they only do in America. Like, all we can do is just go pick up a soccer ball and go to the net. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's how – that's pretty much how the game grows because then they grow up watching their idols play soccer in a sport that they can easily play versus – you know, here in America, black kids are not able, you know, they're able to watch right. their football and basketball stars at a young age while going out and playing. Like, you know how much football I played as a kid, dude? Just because no one would play soccer. Oh, like, a lot. On basketball played. So it's like, yeah, man, like, it, it's one of those things that it's just, it'll be a culture change. Um, I think we're way, way, like, a long way away from that happening. You know, I think football's still what it is um even though i think we've seen the best of the nfl but like has the offer that is but like i think that will football will still be a staple here because you know families love watching sunday football together and basketball will be right behind it you know oh 100 percent. and and then in some other ways like basketball has kind of eclipsed like football in a way because like 
in my opinion, it has not. You know, for, you know, even though basketball is my favorite sport, it's my favorite mm-hmm. sport to play. Like football is my favorite sport to watch. Mm. And it's like, don't you, don't you got any thoughts on that? On what? Sorry. There's a whole, there's a whole <laughs> just, lot we just dumped out there. So I mean, yeah, I mean, there really to, was. to go along with the soccer thing, it is expensive. Like as a as a kid in America, outside of like high school, to play soccer because you have clubs and things like that. So it's all travel, it's all time. Mm-hmm. So on on top mm-hmm. of like you know being able to afford it, you have to have time to get a ride out to six hours north of here because for some reason you're playing a team out there. So it it's definitely harder to play soccer in America. I'll totally agree with that. Basketball and football, they're going to always be the contender for the top two sports in America. Uh, basketball's kind of extended a little more, it feels like. like I feel like the offseason's covered a lot more, so you're getting nearly year-round NBA coverage, and the NFL's trying to do the same. But, oh, yeah, because look at the NBA free agency. It's almost exciting as the season. Oh, God, yes. You know? Yes. And, and I— Credit credit to LeBron for changing that. Oh yeah the the whole the whole player empowerment uh, era that we have here. I think it's fantastic. I I'd love but to then, see guys seizing the control of their own destiny. Oh, yes. Well, if you bring that back to soccer, like, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get into how contracts and transfers work, like a little later in this. Yes, because I don't like, understand they, that at all. Yep. Yeah. There's. <laughs> yeah, and I'll I'll break that down, dude. There's. Yeah, we'll get there. But like, there's um. Player empowerment is kind of happening in soccer, too, where it's like there are players that are just like kind of forcing clubs' hands and saying, for example, like in the beginning of the summer, Ronaldo didn't want to leave Juventus. No. Like, and then, like, you know, his head got turned by going back to his hometown club, and that happened almost instantaneously. Like, it flipped from, you know, him going back to his home country in Portugal to, oh, wait, maybe Manchester United. Oh, wait, no, it's Manchester United. So it's like those things can just happen so quickly like that because players can you know kind of force their way yeah they do have power and like it's like we will get there um later in this pod Um, but it's the elite the elite players have power right well i mean same thing in football though like you know what i mean only the elite players have power like really Uh, only quarterbacks have power yeah and that's in life though too (laughs) i don't know man it's like in, in football in football i don't know man because like deshaun watson Deshaun Watson's like, I want to get out of here. Trade me right now. I'm out. I don't want to well, be. Well, that's here. a whole different. There's a whole yeah. situation you think, you think those, behind you think that. Do you think those teams really care about the sexual allegations that he that he has? No. No one does. All they care about is he going to go to jail. Is he going to be pressed charges? Okay, yeah. then. Well, and how it looks. Let's do it. But they can't. <laughs> but the, the Texans are just like, honestly, bro, I don't think they care about how it looks. They don't. They do not care. <laughs> All they care about is can he play, man? Can he play? That's all that matters. And he's an elite quarterback, too. But Deshaun's right, like, get out of here. We are on a tangent right now, dude. <laughs> like, we are rubbing through basketball. Like, like, <laughs> Don's just like, oh, my God. Like, how do I keep but I did have a question going, on the, dude? I did have a question on the schedule and, like, the mini no. tournaments, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got you, man. Oh, Let me walk God. through Wait, um, a good amount of it, dude. I, and oh, then, I saw this schedule. And then, you'll, and then we'll see right at the end, right um, right before. But um, where was I here? So, okay, they all play on different days of the week. So these are Europe's top five leagues. La Liga is in Spain. League on is France. Bundesliga is Germany. Serie A is Italy. And the Premier League, not saying it's the best league, but it is England. 
Just I mean, because it's called Premier, it doesn't mean it's the best league. I will say that. It is. What's though. the best league? <laughs> it is though, but it's just. But that's not the reason why it's called. Premier. Listen, my fantasy oh, football yeah. league is the Premier League for a reason. Just, just saying. See, there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, the Premier League. Why they've kind of blown up a little bit? It kind of happened with basketball um, around around the same time, 2013, mm-hmm. 2014. Um, basketball, the NBA, they signed that huge media um, TV rights deal that's really jacked up all the salary caps all around the league, and players are able to move a little bit more freely. Um, same thing happened with the Premier League. In like 2015, NBC Sports came in with a huge TV rights package, and then the Premier League ever since has been all over YouTube, all over NBC, wherever you can get it, all Amazon. the plus, econs, Amazon, exactly. And so same things happen. So when because of that, when you're buying players, and we'll talk about this later, but when you're buying players to come into England's league, because of all the TV rights, those other clubs know that we can charge more for that player because, mm. you know, you're coming into because you can afford it. You know what I'm saying? It might be this might be a thirty million dollar player, but I'm because he's going to the Premier League. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna charge you fifty. So that because I know you can afford it. So like that is. That is the like kind of back and forth that you know clubs have to kind of manage when they're going into buying players. But these are the top five leagues in Europe here. Nothing, uh, nothing for old Polska. I see. No, sorry, the uh, Polish league <laughs> does not get any love on this podcast. We got we got one good yeah. player. <laughs> so. Um, what qualifies as what qualifies as a good like a top league? Is it how you how many teams you have represented the UEFA Champions League? That is a that is a measure because UEFA kind of decides how many slots each country gets to get into the Champions League, which I'll explain a little bit later too. Um, but yeah, I mean it's just I guess a good barometer, Clayton and kind of, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, is, you know, how far your um, country's clubs go in the Champions League. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, representative. Yeah, and that's what UEFA does it off that coefficient. That's how the Champions League, again, we'll get to that. But that's how it's all pretty much ranked. Yeah, okay. how you're doing in European competitions. Not how you're doing, you know, your own, but it's mm-hmm. European competitions. Okay. So, like, two years ago, the Champions League final was between two English teams, Liverpool and Spurs. And then we were just like, okay, the English is kind of, like, the best team in the world, or, like, the best league here. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, we had a few years prior where we've seen Real Madrid play Atletico Madrid in the Champions League final, like, three out of four years. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, La Liga has been dominating, and that's when, you know, we talked about the Europa League, a Spanish team won that, too, so... It, it it kind of fluctuates between La Liga and the Premier League, especially over the last ten years. Serie okay. A was kind of in the two thousands, I'd say. Yeah. But like like La Liga and the Premier League, especially since two thousand ten, have kind of been the two um, best leagues in terms of quality of teams. Yeah. So do they okay. use those rankings? Because like, so a team like um, Borussia Dortmund in their mm-hmm. Bundesliga, right? Like, them tearing mm-hmm. it up through the Bundesliga isn't exactly a huge story because probably their competition within there isn't as strong, but Dortmund's still a good Correct. team, so they rank them through mm-hmm. the... Okay. Correct. Correct. Yep. Yeah, this... Okay. So, 
now let, we're just gonna go into individual leagues, right? Because each of these, each of these top five um, European leagues or European countries, each of them have their own leagues, right? So the Premier League, exactly. It's just a it plays from mid August to mid May. Usually plays on the weekends, Saturday to Sundays. Um, Dang, everything long. highlighted in green. This is kind of how the schedule goes. Um, there's normally 20 teams in each league, um, and so you play, you know, nine, 19 teams home and away, right, like throughout the season. So you play everybody twice. Um, three points for the win, one for the ties, zero for the loss. Whoever has the most points at the end wins. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, so that's pretty much how that's pretty much how that goes. And then, like, you got goal differential, like, if there's a tie or whatever. But, like, you know, so that's there's just no, like, rare. There's no, like, playoff, right? No, not necessarily. Um, there was um, – I'll, I'll get to that. There is a playoff in a certain sense, just not in, not in this sense here. Okay. But, um, yeah, so this is kind of how every league, like the Premier League, the Bundesliga, this is how their schedules, like League One, La Liga, this is how their schedules pretty much mapped out for everybody, right? And some games get moved because of, you know, whatever it is. But like Tournaments, anything yeah, like that. Yeah, because they don't want guys playing like three days after, you know what I mean? So that's kind of how that goes. Um, so in between those, like you'll have cup competitions like within your – Within your league. So, for example, like the English Premier League, let's just look at England by itself. So they have they have like three leagues with like within English. Like, well, it's really more like the, like five. But let's and just that's why like, the number. Premier League is the number one league, right? Because it's the it's the best one to get into, right? It's the best one to get into. Um, but then there are lower leagues. Like, there's the top twenty that are in the Premier League. Like the the top flight in England, I guess you can say the top the top league in England. There is an England second division called the Championship. There's an England third division called League like League One or whatever it is, right? Yep. So um those like the top like and we'll get into like relegation, but pretty much the bottom three from the top team, but like from the English Premier League will drop down to the lower league. Mm-hmm. Which I think they should do in football and like have like a every sport. <laughs> You know, every, sport. Say, every sport, like have like a league where it's like the top three in the, let's say baseball, top three in the D league move up to move up to the MLB and the bottom three go down to the D league for a year until you win the D league. Oh, so, I feel like it'd be so hard to implement <laughs> that just, with what's already happening. Exactly, that's gonna that's a whole structural change. Right. But yep. like in soccer, <laughs> it works out pretty well, you yeah. know. And maybe maybe the MLS and you know, um, Liga Emekis can sort out try to sort out something like that something. to have more because it's like just... that would be really cool to do and just to try out in soccer across like three, you know, three countries. But in in terms of like football or basketball and any other sport, that it wouldn't work. Right, I especially wouldn't work in football because like, I mean, college football that's already the minor. That's league. a not. Yeah, that's, there's that's no. A, that's already a minor league for the NFL. You know, it's a, it's, you know, it's a way for the NFL. Like we, they're not paying those players, and it's a way for them to see like their development. You gotta wait three exactly. years. You gotta exactly. wait three years to play or to get into the yeah. NFL. You know. Yeah. So, no. And if uh, I don't know, like I don't, you can't, I, I don't care. You can't have an 18 year old at Alabama going against a 26 year old vet. Like, exactly, he'd be killed. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. 
You're absolutely right. Right? Cause You're it, right. So it's like, like I don't. You can take an 0 and 16 team, an 0 and 17 team now, and they play 17 games. Put them against the best team in college football. Alabama. I'm pretty still sure win. that 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 0 and 16 NFL team is still gonna win. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. So you can probably make the you, you make that argument in um in basketball kind of like with a G League like you could probably take I don't know like just a young team look look at Orlando right they're rebuilding now and they're kind of Orlando Magic they're like the rebuilding they're a young team you know you could probably take the part of the best G League team and probably move them up because they're probably like a they're. Orlando's probably a G League team anyways. Hey, we're you know? on the up and because up, man. <laughs> look what Steph Curry did last year. That's a, that's a G League team for sure. You know, right. and he literally carried them throughout the whole year, bringing them to the playoff play-in game. I don't really like that, but yeah, again, I don't think it will work. Um, you know, necessarily in any other sport other than soccer. Um, yeah, but I'm just, but I think like just kind of to wrap that up, I just think that they should at least try to implement that in the MLS and just try something a little different. Completely agree. Um, but um, these tournaments that they play within their own country will be between those leagues. So it's like I might have someone, you know, from the Premier League traveling away to go play a smaller team, you know, in the league below. And you'll get some upsets, like especially in the early rounds of these cups, because of if you think about think about this, Kier, if you were like a a small team and you're saying like, oh my god, like Manchester United is coming to my little town in England of four thousand people where we have a, a park as a stadium because we just drew them, we got them as a draw in the FA Cup. Like, what if we end up winning this game? Like that's gonna be the craziest game of their life, even though they might get outmatched and they'll probably lose. Mm-hmm. But you'll see some of those games where it's like they like those little teams will pull up huge upsets, you know, because and if you look at the calendar here, like some of these games are in the middle of two Premier League games. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like you would like if you're a big club, I'm just like, hey, I need to rest guys. So like the Premier League games are more important. Hopefully my backups can come in here and beat, you know, this smaller team. But then those backups don't play a lot together, and then the smaller team again, they're up for the match, dude. They're you know they're playing up to their competition, and it gets a little rough. They get a scrappy goal, then they hold off for a one nothing win, dude, and they move on. It's their most famous win in the club's history. But so it's like every year. But like how much? How, how much? How much stock are you taking into that win though? Because the coaches, you're saying the coaches are saying, we don't care about this game. Put those backups in. And we'll get it. See, and we'll get into the prioritizing of competitions um, a little yeah. later. Because, yeah, like if you're a club that was like the, you know, the the reigning champions of this cup, then you're gonna be like, oh, okay, like whatever, like we'll just throw it in and see where we get. But like, if you're a club that haven't won a trophy in a while, then they're just like, no, I need you to go after every trophy. No matter Why? What. Yeah. Trophies matter in soccer. Trophies is, matter, man. It's the thing. Like, all right, so winning competitions, my, man. Like, like, so here's you know, my winning thing. Winning competitions. Like, I'm not into, like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm trying to get more into soccer, right? European mm-hmm. soccer and how everything works in there. And that's why I'm happy to be on this show because, you know, you're educating me. I don't understand why one cup, one championship shouldn't matter. One, what's the most important championship that's the one I want my team 
to win. I don't care about those other ones because I'm not playing <laughs> the best of the best. Again, dude, we're gonna get into the prioritizing of competition. Yeah, because there's rewards later. too with winning some of these, and he'll he'll explain those to yeah, you too. Because there are rewards, different rewards for winning different competitions. Okay, so, but um, yeah, so we'll we'll get there though. Um, but yeah, this is kind of how the cups look like. You know, every every country has at least two, like or like at least one cup and one league title, right? Okay. So you're playing at least two domestically, like within your own country. Um. England, they're three. They got the Emirates FA Cup and they got the Carabao Cup. So they have those two trophies that they play those tournaments in and the Premier League. Community Shield. <laughs> I'm technically, not, I'm it's not, technically I'm one. Not doing it. It's a one game, <laughs> a one game final. Um, all right. So that's any questions on that? Because that's just everything that you play within your own country. Got that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now european competitions mm. right <laughs> this is where this is where you see um manchester united play real madrid this is where you see bayern munich play arsenal you know where you'll see juventus play dortmund like you'll see like these random comp like psg is going to end up playing barcelona messi's return like this is how you're going to see those things happen so there are two competitions in European, in the European competition. So there's the, the Europa League, which I'll start off with. That is at the end of each Premier League season. There's, there's like the table, right? There is the final standings, one through twenty. So, usually, if you are, you want to get the top four. The top four almost guarantees you a Champions League spot. Okay, in this European competition for the next year, um, the Europa League which I will start with, is kind of like the B, the B European tournament of... It's like the NIT. NIT. It's pretty much what it is. Yeah, okay. it's exactly the NIT. <laughs> okay. It's the NIT. NIT. Of right. so, everyone, so everyone in England that was like from five through seven. In, in Italy, that was fifth place through seventh place. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fifth place through eighth place in Germany. All those teams get lumped into a... Um, lumped into the Europa League as that tournament, as the NIT, Right. Still an important trophy, like to win if you're in it because it's a European trophy. You know what I'm saying? But like you're winning a you know a cross country tournament, so it's an important one. But it's not the Champions League, right? Winning the NIT is not winning the NCAA championship, right? No. But if you're in there, you better win it, type thing. So yeah. Um, Champions League again. If you're in the top four in your league from the previous year, then you'll go into the Champions League, and that's played from mid September to late may and again you play your six games in your group and then you'll play a seven knockout stage kind of mini ncaa tournament right so how many how many teams are in each group um four okay four so you play everybody so you play everybody home like twice yeah okay and so you play six games so you play, yeah, you play those six games in your group, and then the top two in each group go to the knockout stage, oh, okay. which will be changing in twenty twenty four. Goes to it's going to be what five teams or eight? Oh, in, what is it? In light, eight, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're changing it. They're putting it to thirty six teams instead of thirty two. Oh, yeah. They just approved that, so every team's going to play it, ten times now. That was because of the, group. the that was because of the Super League, right? Because they want to make money, but yeah. 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 <laughs> Ultimately, more games, to find different more ways. Yeah, just like the yeah, NFL, I was gonna so say, they should have. 
So just being greedy. Sadio yeah. Mane scores for Liverpool in the 44th minute. Uh, one nothing Liverpool Crystal Palace. Okay. Great. But you um, would say that the people that run Champions Leagues are being greedy, like the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> NFL business. added a I, I game think... and an extra playoff round. Uh, right. An extra playoff I team. I hate that right. so much. Yeah. I just I just feel like I just feel like you you shouldn't uh, just if it ain't broke don't fix Some it. Has... Yeah. In some cases, yes, you're you're exactly right, Dawson. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. The NFL system is perfect. I like the four preseason games because people say, "Well, the players don't need four preseasons. You, the elite players don't need the four preseason games." Right. You gotta you get know? a ninety-three man that, roster that down to fifty. What if that? What about that player that's trying to make the team that has a mm-hmm. slim chance of making it? You know, he has one less game to be able to make it. You got sixteen. Leave it how it is. You guys want to add a seventeen? All right, whatever. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I hear you on that, dude. <laughs> I hear you on that. But um, in terms of just this Champions League, I think it again. We we'll talk about prioritizing competition, but like it is an important trophy to win because you are playing kind of the best of the best in each league. And that's and what that, I like, love. The, and that, I know you do like that. I, I get it. I get it. So, like, you see when they play, um, you know, starting in mid-September, ending with the final here at the end of May, usually around Memorial Day weekend. Um, so, it is random in the tournament because, like, you it depends on the draw for the first two rounds. And then, you know, if you're rolling, then you have a, a real shot at, you know, getting to the final. And then it's just a one-game knockout. So, the thing I like about soccer tournament knockout stages, though, is that they have a home and away leg. And so, mm-hmm. Dalton, do you understand how that works? Yep, with the uh, aggregate and the scoring. Correct. Yeah, I got that. And away goals are worth yep. more. Well, remember, this... remember too, Bernard, that changed this year too. That is changing this year as well. That's this. Yeah, right. I mean, can... it's been like that forever. But Can you explain that part to me, the aggregated so, and uh, like... away? So, in the, you know, I'm going to explain it the old way and then what it's going to change to, which is the easy okay. way to explain. But So, the old way how it used to be is that if Kier, if I'm playing, if we're playing one on one, and you come down to Chicago and we play, and I beat you one nothing, um, or let's say we tie one one, like we're gonna play two games and the best score out of the two games win. Okay, so let's say you come down and beat me in my house, um, <laughs> or we tie. Excuse me, we tie one one. So then you have the advantage by pretty much the away goal advantage because you've scored on my home court. So now, if I go to you and we and nobody scores and it ends one one, like we come, I come to you and and it goes zero zero. You win. Then you You will go. No, you will go. You will go for because you scored on my home court. So you and our score was one one. Yeah, our score was one one. But you have that advantage of scoring on my on my home court. You scored away. So away goals are worth are are important. You know how much are they worth? Like how many points? I guess it's. Almost, it's one point five like, is what like I a think. Half it, a point, yeah, yeah. one point five. Because okay. just because it's like you, even though the score is tied, you have the advantage. If it stayed like this, you would go through. Okay, so why don't they but, go? Why don't they have a win loss system? Like it's just straight down the line. Either you win or you lose. No matter if you score fifty goals or you score one goal. <laughs> why can't it be like that? Because there, because there's not enough points for randomness 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you can see a basketball game not tying. That's rare when you go to overtime. Soccer games tie all the time. You know what I mean? Or games are just close. Like, there's just not enough points to go around where you can avoid not being tied at the end of a game. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. But then, like, when they get into those knockout stages, it's like, well, we have to have a winner. Well, yeah, at that point, because it's a knockout stage, it's a tournament. We got to keep on going, you know? It's like a seventh game, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you just have mm-hmm. to do it <laughs> until someone wins. Okay. So, okay. So that's kind of how the Champions League works. And you can see they're played, you're playing, a player's playing probably like 50 to 60 games a season. Yeah. Um, Not including some of the international breaks, which I really don't want to get into. So no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. Where you know they have to go back and play for their country like a couple couple times a year, which is really dumb, not good for the players. No, but um, so that's how it looks like. So again, this is what the table looked like at the end of last year. Uh, Manchester City were the champions. Um, United were second. Liverpool third. Chelsea fourth. Right. So the top four, these top four, are going to the Champions League next year. They will be entering the Champions League group stages. Right. So man you they were twenty one and they were twenty one and six last year with eleven yeah. draws. I know, it's what killed us. The ties. But they but it that, that doesn't even matter because for points they only score seventy four points. Um so the points so again, twenty one wins, so that's three wins per you know, or three points per win, right? So mm-hmm. that's what, 40, 60, 63? Mm-hmm. Plus, a, plus 11 draws where you only get one point, so that's 74. So that's how you get 74 points. So okay. you see that, Gary? You get that? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And you get... So that's how they got. So that's how they got the. A win is worth three points, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that, how is, it is in, uh, is that how it is in Champions League, too? Yes. In the first okay. stage, yeah. Yeah. In the group, group stage. stage. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then knockout stage, it goes to the aggregate home and away playing, you know, back to back games or whatever. So um, yeah, so that's so these first these top four teams are in the Champions League this year. Um in this case, the Europa League only they like UEFA kind of rules for each um for each country, like how many spots, you know, qualifies for the next for the for the Europa League. Um and so remember I was saying it's kind of usually five through seven here. Um mm-hmm. they just ruled um that the Premier League only gets one this year. So they got Leicester in. So it can change exactly every year. Sure I think depending on I'm not exactly sure what it depends it's on. Every five years I think they go off the coefficients. Oh so the okay. ones that we're on right now are fifteen to twenty. Okay. It's what you've done between those times, and that's how they. So then they'll do it in another five years, and then they'll give the new rankings and what you get. Interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. I learned that. Yeah. Cool. No, that's good. That's good. It's something I didn't know. So that's really good. So yeah. So Leicester is going to the Europa League. Um, these top four here are going to the Champions League. Everybody else is just going to be in the Premier League next year. Um, okay. Playing in their regular competition, so they're not going to be playing any of those. They're not going to be playing European games. They're just going to be playing the cup games. Okay. So, yeah, this so is who, what... Which teams got regulated then? So, good question. So, these three down here, 18, 19, and 20, 
Fulham, okay. West Brom, and Sheffield. Sheffield mm-hmm. was really historically bad. Yeah. <laughs> but like they um these three went down. Um and then the top three from the below league, the championship it's called, mm-hmm. the top three from those come up. And then you want to mm-hmm. stay up, obviously, because of the money that you get for being in the Premier League, you know? Right. And it's the last so the last three gets regulated relegated. Yeah. Yeah. The last three go down and then the the top three from the lower league comes up. So are is so you say uh, Sheffield United? They're like historically bad. Yeah, they just. Um, I mean, look at it. They only scored twenty goals, which is how do you only score twenty goals in thirty eight games? Um, bad. You know, their goal differential is really bad. Um, again, they only oh, won would you seven say, games. So would you say they get relegated like year in and year out? No, when because they're sometimes... Up, when you're they're down, when you're they're up, when you're they're down? Not necessarily, because some of the lower teams have prepared. Like, they might know that, oh, okay, we're really good. We're going to get into the top here. Um, Let's start preparing who we're going to buy once we get up there. Let's start thinking about what kind of money we're going to get coming in because we're getting promoted to this league, and what kind mm. of players can we buy to help us stay up. So they might be like Burnley, who just came, or not Burnley, let's do Leeds. See at number nine? Um, <laughs> Leeds United, they just came up last year. So last, so they were they, they were one of the teams that came up, and they ended up in ninth place because okay. they bought well. Yeah, they bought well, and now they're just like, you know, they're here, just, they play a good, they have a good coach, they play a good good style of soccer, and they got and some they, wins, dude. Like, and, they and they get a portion of those TV rights when they join the league. They got $240 okay. million just yeah, to join God. the league. Right. 240 and mil. Exactly. Yeah. That goes into your, so it's really important, dude, to stay in the champ or stay in the Premier League. Stay in the top flight of England. The top flight of any league. It's really important they, to like, stay in the top. And there's like there's not a draft system in soccer, is it? Just in terms of no, it's just scouting young talent. Transfer pool. Early. Or academies. So Yeah, like, yeah. Academies. I remember so they you were have, telling me that, Clayton. Like they have academies yeah. and I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, yeah, dude, where they'll have like so, like Messi, for example, he was brought into Barcelona's academy when he was like seven, and they've yep. just had him there and just like been breeding him, working him through Pumped the ranks. Him with hormones, yeah. Oh, he's Pumped been... with hormones. Glory, glory. Oh, I'm gonna cut that out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Messi's really been like with Barcelona since he was legit, like you said, baby, seven. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It's that's like, what a lot how? of these how kids, did they, man. How did they know that? How do they know that he was so well? So they have. Good? Expert scouts and the thing yeah. with Messi, dude, is that they like Barcelona club like Barcelona. They got money, dude, to spend on their scouting network all over the world. So they go there, and with Messi, they noticed that he was really small but really talented. And a lot of a lot of teams didn't like that because they didn't think he could hold up because of his size. But they believed in his talent enough and said, "Okay, if we put him in our system, then by the time he's 16." He's going to be making his debut for Argentina in the World Cup and starting and playing, scoring his first goal like with Ronaldinho. You know so what like I mean? He, so it's like he's like so Messi project, was bro. Messi was like a prodigy, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. How like in all right in football they said you know Peyton Manning was a prodigy, LeBron. But we, but we LeBron didn't know was a prodigy. See, but we didn't know about Messi. Until and I don't even think they knew about Messi until probably he was like 13, 14. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think a lot of these kids like they'll bring them in just off potential and just see if any of them kind of start playing above their U9, U10. Like 
I'm I'm eight years old. I'm playing against the U11s. I'm nine years old, ten years old, playing against the U14s, and I'm just like, okay, I'm holding them up. Then like this kid might be good. Like let's try to kind of work him into the first team when he's old enough to sign a professional contract. You know what I mean? So okay. then like they can do that, and then yeah, and then that's how they'll kind of breed their guys. And again, it costs you zero money. You know what oh, I mean to get those so, kind of guys. So it. So it wasn't really like when when did the hype of Messi before he even got to be like professional before before he made his professional debut what when when was like the hype So it's not like LeBron so it's not like LeBron yeah. where it's like high okay. school you're just like all right this is the next great thing we didn't know about Messi until he made his debut at okay, 16 okay. cuz that's kind of when the hype starts bro because it's like yeah. you can it's kind of like in the same in basketball where it's like you can make you can get to twenty two and your career can almost be over. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have yeah, you have a short window when you're young to prove to clubs that you can be a potentially great. And if you're moving around and not performing at these clubs really young, then you'll lose confidence in yourself. Um, you know, other teams will lose confidence in you and by twenty three, twenty four your career can be almost over. So it's okay. like so it's one of those things where it's just like you really don't know because there's just so many kids out there playing soccer. There's so such a big pool of like talent to kind of shift to. But like I think I'd say with Barcelona, probably by like thirteen, fourteen, they're like, okay, hold on for a second, we might have something special. <laughs> was and it then, like that again? Was it like that with Ronaldo or no? Well, Ronaldo played in Portugal, I but know. then um, Alex Ferguson and Manchester United brought him in when he was young. And so yeah. he, he, you know, another thing is like, hey, like I can buy players off of other people's like academies and be like, hey, I think he's going to be my next, my next great thing. Okay. So like I might buy you for pretty cheap here, develop you for a few years, and then sell you for a world world record fee. Exactly. Okay. And with that, you know, uh, they did a preseason game against Ronaldo. That's how they tested him. They played against him in preseason. He did amazing. They signed him. I think a week later. It okay. Was, yeah, that's how they tested him. Sir Alex at least tested him. Yeah. It's like you'll hear in football, you hear like guys getting traded to other teams and coaches are just like, yeah, I saw him in joint practices in the preseason. I really liked what he was doing. So before the trade deadline, I'm trying to get this guy. That's how the Eagles ended up with Jay Ajayi in 2017. <laughs> um, anyways. So. I'm just so here, I'm gonna write some questions down so I can ask like our you. question answer thing. For sure, dude. Um, prioritizing of competitions. This is a quiz time for everybody. Oh, okay. What do you think? Is it A. Board dependent, B. Fan supporter dependent, C. Sponsor dependent, or D. Manager dependent? So who board do you dependent. think? Yeah, you, yeah. What do you think? I was gonna say sponsor. Based sponsor, on like the TV rights um, and Clayton, things like that, you said if that's uh if, that, if that's what that means, then yeah. Clayton, you can't uh you can't answer. Sorry. When you say board when you say board, you're talking about like the front office, right? I am talking about the front office. I'm gonna say board dependent. The answer is board dependent. Mm, good one. Um so to your earlier, you know, question here. What prioritizes a club going after the Champions League versus going to win their domestic home title? 
So if I'm the board of Bayern Munich, who I've won the German league for nine straight years now, going for a tenth straight year, mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about winning. My bo- I'm not going to give my coach the objective of winning the, the league. I can care less about the league. Go win me more Champions Leagues now. The competition that I'm going against all the other best teams and show that we are the best team in Europe, not just the okay. best team in Germany. So, but then for a team, I'll use Manchester United, for example, where, yeah, it would be nice to win the Champions League, but they haven't won the Premier League in quite some time. So they are probably going to prioritize winning the league title in England because that's more important to them. Why? Because they are like... Defend that title. I'll, I'll, I'll use them. Yeah, I'll use another example, like Chelsea, okay? Chelsea hasn't, they haven't won the Premier League in, what, four or five years now, but we just won the Champions League last year. So we don't care, we can care less about winning. It'll be nice to defend the Champions League, of course, Mm -hmm. but that's a random, again, 13 games, you know, throughout the whole season. Like, so many things can happen throughout the whole season. You're only playing 13 games in the Champions League total, like, if you win the final. And so... Chelsea's probably looking at it and say, we we would like to defend the Champions League, but let's go win the Premier League title because that's something that we haven't won in a while. And, you know, it's just a harder, it's a harder competition to win, in my opinion, the Premier League title is. Because you're you're playing, that's 38 games stretched out through Consistency is key. You know what I mean? Consistency is key. In Champions League, you can kind of catch a lucky streak and win 13 games. You know what I mean? NCAA mm-hmm. tournament, the team that kind of wins their their conference tournament, usually flying into the tournament, is doing well, and so like have a chance at winning it. So okay, so kind of like kind of like in college football, so like the SEC is the cream of the crop. That's mm-hmm. you know we love the SEC here, you know because mm-hmm. they pretty much have all the best teams, right? Right, but then like you still have like the the championships and all that other stuff outside of the SEC conference and mm-hmm. and it's like a team like Florida, right? They play Alabama today. They haven't beat Alabama in like seven meetings or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Right? And they're most likely to meet Alabama in the SEC championship game. Right? Say mm-hmm. say if Florida won the national championship, right? Mm-hmm. That wouldn't matter if they didn't beat Alabama and the SEC championship. Right. Is it sort of like that? Yeah. And at least from the way I'm looking at it, I'd say yes. Especially as a Florida fan, like I can say how important that win is. Like we get Alabama at the swamp. Uh, They haven't, Mm -hmm. we haven't played them at home in all these meetings. So it's, it like becomes huge for even just as a regular season game. Like we want to win that. And I feel like in soccer, yeah, you would want to do that. Like, to just reclaim that title, like to, I don't know, Bernard King. Yeah, that's reclaim, more, that's, reclaim the title is a good way to put yeah. it. That's more a pride. That's more of a pride thing, right? It's more of a pride thing. Um, again, um, if you win the Premier League, you make a, a big amount of money for the pot. and It attracts, it shows other clubs and other players that you're trying to go after that, I hey, we're one of the top teams. You know what I mean? Like we can, it helps with negotiating player transfers. You know, it helps with, you know, kind of selling players because that means like, hey, maybe this guy was just having a nice streak. We've been trying to get him off our books. Maybe we can kind of 
you know, he had some good contributions down the stretch to us winning this trophy, maybe I could, like, get a low-ball deal and get him off the books for me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's, like, other things that you can do within the Premier League, um, or between the Premier League and Champions League, that will kind of help in prioritizing which one to go to. Let me, okay. give you another, let me give you another example. So, like, let's say we're going back to the calendar here, okay? I'm in – it's it's April, okay? I got, like, mm-hmm. seven Premier League games left, okay? It's April, and I am – I'm Aston Villa right now in 11, okay? I'm not going to get to the Champions League, like, in the in the top four to, uh, you know okay. what I mean, to go to the Champions League. But back door, there's a loophole, right, where – Let's say I'm Aston Villa. I'm in the Champions League knockout stage, but I'm in 11th place here. If I win the Champions League, it's an automatic bid to next year's Champions League. Includes Europa as well. Includes Europa. You win Europa, you win Europa so, League. So if you win either the Champions League or the Europa League, you're automatically in the Champions League. So, so like Aston Villa is probably prioritizing winning the Champions League over winning Premier League right now, you would say? If they can get if they got in, yes. If they, if they were in that, if they were in that situation, they're in the knockout round. Like you said, yeah. If they were, if yeah. It was so if April, they're, in, they're the, in the knockout round. Yeah, if they're in a the, yeah. like knockout round now, right? Mm-hmm. But they're in eleventh mm-hmm. place in Premier League. Mm-hmm. Which one are they prioritizing? They're prioritizing winning the Champions League because one okay. that would be an insane achievement for Aston Villa, a team in eleventh place, to win the Champions League. But like, yeah. okay, um, yeah, and then that would automatically get them into the Champions League. You know? But say, say. If they won the Champions League, right, they're automatically in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so yeah. say if they didn't, they didn't win the Champions League, right? Mm-hmm. They're not gonna make the Champions League next year because they're in eleventh place, correct? In Premier League, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then, I they're, got so it. then they're just yeah. So then they're just the guy. So Manchester United. Here's another example of about five <laughs> years ago, they were in. What were you guys in? Fifth, sixth. Fifth or sixth. So yeah. Manchester United were in sixth place. Okay, they were almost pretty much mathematically eliminated from getting into the top four, but they were in the Europa League final, and they threw all their they threw all their eggs in that basket over the last like two three weeks of of the season, making sure that they got to the Europa League final and won the Europa League to guarantee them that they got into the Champions League the next year. Because there's more okay. money that goes – you get more money, more prize money by securing a Champions League place. And we have sponsors that require dictate it. what we do. Yeah, you need to be in Champions League <laughs> yeah. if you want that money. Yeah. And so – and that would mean, for example, like if Manchester, Manchester United finished in sixth, right, and they won the Europa League, the top four still get in the Champions League, and then they add Manchester United as a fifth team. So somebody else gets pushed out somewhere else across the competition. Even if they didn't deserve it? <laughs> well, they, I mean, I guess define deserve because they pushed all their eggs into winning the competition, which is, or winning the tournament, the Europa League, which is, you know, very dangerous and very risky to do. But and good teams paid. do get into it. But they paid off. But it paid off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... <laughs> They they it paid off for them and it worked out that way. So there are so a couple if, back doors into getting into the Champions League. Also, if you win the Europa League, you can get into the Champions League. Correct. Yep. You will. Okay. Okay. It's an automatic. You will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter what place you are in your own league. Oh. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 
Why an automatic not? bid. Real quick, because um, you uh, real quick because you brought up Aston Villa. Did they um they recently like avoided being relegated? Did they not? Some like Couple something in the though, past yeah. few years. Yeah, they were promoted. Yeah, I yeah. thought two years yeah, ago. that's what it was. They, no, they were Ontario. No, because that's Grealish's team, right? Villa, they were in here for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. So I think they no, they almost got relegated at the end of last yeah. year. Yeah, okay, that's what was it was. It? They yeah, barely avoided like it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. some because that's yeah, but um, yeah, dude. So that's uh, that's how that works, kind of. Um, another backdoor, really quickly. Um, if you win the FA Cup you're automatically into the Europa League. Oh, okay. So that's just another backdoor. Um, okay. Which so, one do you like to prioritize? You as a fan. Me as a fan. So Chelsea in the last 10 years have won the Champions League twice and the Premier League three times. We And if we won the Europa League, when have we been in there twice? So personally i would want to win the premier league because manchester city has won it for so so many years here and it's been kind of dominated dominating um and we haven't won the premier league since 2016 so okay and we just won the champions league last year you know okay so and like clayton, i'm going to so i want them to go for the premier league okay and so clayton and you want man you 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 want us cuz i'm man you now mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah to win uh, the uh, Premier League or Champions League? Which one are you prioritizing? Premier League is more um, reasonable. <laughs> Champions League, I love to win, but I think we have a better shot at Premier League. Okay, okay. Can I, I say which one, one I'm prioritizing? Which one? I want the Champions League. Hey, I want the Champions the League because I want I, I I care about my team playing the best of the best. Well, you saw how well we started the Champions League, so... That's okay, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not looking too good, but yeah, no, we'll be fine. Yeah, I just... It's just for me. For uh-huh. me, one championship matters. I don't care about other championships. Because other yeah. championships, in my opinion, it doesn't Relevant. represent that you're the best in the world. No. That's fair. Yeah, that's you look fair. at it more like, you know, you would rather win the Super Bowl than your division. Exactly. Yeah, you wanna, exactly. That's kind of... You know, yeah. it's a more important division, but it's kind of that way of looking. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I just, I don't, I mean, I, I get, I, I understand it more clearly now how, you know, how the tournaments and competitions work and how they're prioritized. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just me, period. I like to, I like to see my team play the best of the best. And, and if the best of the best are in Champions the Champions League, League then that's what I want to win. Because I can really say... My team is better than everybody's team See, in the world. And that's what PSG's owners and board are doing right that's now. That's all they're doing. That's all yep. they're doing. They're like, hey, we've dominated the French League. Let's go get Messi okay. and and keep Mbappe and not let him leave. Jeez. And yeah. get Donnarumma and Hakimi and Wijnaldum and get Sergio Ramos and just right. stack our team and just go for the Champions League one time this year because Mbappe is going to leave on a uh, free free transfer, which is what we're going to talk about next. Why is he going to leave? Ah, beautiful, perfect. So transfers, guys. This is the buying and selling of players. Okay, <laughs> this is why I don't understand. There are this two. Okay, there's two main parts to a transfer. Okay, there is the transfer fee and there's the player contract. I'm going to start with the player contract because it's kind of the least relevant. Okay, 
So player contract is just a contractual obligation to the club, right? So Kia, mm-hmm. you have you have Kobe Bryant, okay, on a and the contracts are weekly wages, okay? So they're on so Kobe Bryant's probably one of the best players on your team. He's making five hundred thousand um pounds, euros or whatever a week, okay, for a five year contract. Okay. Right. So that's the contract you have for Kobe five hundred thousand. I'm like, I want Kobe. I'm calling you. I'm like, hey, bro, like, I want Kobe. You're like, fine. I'll sell you Kobe, but you're going to have to pay a penalty because he's under contract. That penalty that I have to pay to break the contract and for you to, for him to come to me is called the transfer fee. So, so that's when you'll hear, hey, um, Lukaku just got bought by Chelsea because he was under contract. They have to pay $100 million, 100 million pounds, right? Um, players have a say in if they want to go there? They do because they do. they do, and that's a that's a whole other thing because it's like once the clubs agree, so the transfer fee is kind of easy to agree. It's the contract, the player contract, and their willingness to go. Because a player can be like, "Hey, you nah. can you can agree your fees all you want to sell me, but I'm actually making good money under you, and, and I'm you have a contract, I, and we have a contract, <laughs> so I'm not leaving." So like okay. they're not gonna do it. So like you know what I mean? What are they, what are they gonna do? They can't sell a player that they that can't leave because it's on the contract, right? So, so a player, a player will have to say so mm-hmm. if he's right. still on the contract, correct? Oh, or unless he's like a free agent, so to say. Pl- yeah, players have a lot of influence on where they go. So okay. yeah, and so um, or if they leave or not, not really where they go. Well, kind of where they go, but kind like of, yeah, they can make a list. So Mbappe, for example, right? He is about to. He if they sold like he's has one year left on his contract. They were trying. They're trying to renew his contract. PSG. He is a huge Ronaldo fan. Has like a whole bunch of Ronaldo posters. Watched him at Real Madrid growing up. Mbappe always wanted to play for Real Madrid, no matter what, right? So Mbappe's like, no, I'm going to Real Madrid. Sell me there, or I'm leaving. I'm not renewing my contract with y'all. So like, either sell Why me there he- for the. Ch- What's that? Why don't he want to stay? You're because it's, Messi, it don't, playing with he don't, he don't care. It don't matter, man. Oh, he it's, his own he man. Just, he doesn't want to play with the second he's his, best exactly, player. Exactly, bro. He's his own. He's his own man. Yeah, he's he's actually yeah, he's one of the best players in the world. He's not gonna sit yeah. in Messi's shadow, bro. Like okay, Messi's yeah, getting old. Hey, he don't give. He don't care. So that's why he's like, you know what? I'll stay for this last year, but now I'm leaving for free because they didn't end up selling him. And Real Madrid, they tried buying him. For cheap price, because you know he's probably worth I don't know, cheap price. Two, yeah, cheap price. Two hundred um, million dollars. He's probably worth yeah. Well, I mean, let's think about it. Neymar. Neymar moved from Barcelona to PSG for like two twenty five. Yeah. yeah. Bob, why did he? Probably, why did he move? Um, same thing. He didn't want to be in Messi's shadow. Yeah. He won okay. the Champions League already. They won La Liga, and he was like, mm-hmm. "All right, I've done enough here. Um, I don't want to be a Messi shadow anymore." So but then, he like, he got, to PS, he got to PSG, and, like, and then, he then, the, then there's this kid named Mbappe coming up from their academy, and now Mbappe's the man, so, so he's kind of that. So, but, like... So Neymar is Kyrie? Is that what we say? Ooh, yeah. that's actually a really good comparison. Like, that is. Wow. That's almost smart. He's Kyrie? He is Kyrie yeah. of world football. He needs, and it's proven, he needs that extra wow. player. He can't do it alone. PSG never did it with him. Wow, that's very true. And he always and he got brought hurt. Messi back. He always got hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, and so yeah. Kyrie. <laughs> so, Kyrie. And so um. So Mbappe 
Real Madrid tried buying him for like one. What was it? What did they offer? One eighty. The starting bid because yeah. the ending bid turned to two hundred. But it, it was yeah, it started at like ninety, I think. Because they're, they're just like, hey, like you're going, you either sell him or you either sell him to us for ninety mil this year, or, um, or you let him, or he's going to come to us for free. He's not going to resign with you guys, and he's going to walk in twelve months. So then they don't then. Real Madrid wouldn't have to pay a transfer fee, which saves them a lot of money. They only have to negotiate the player with his contract, right? Okay. So that's that's the two parts of the transfer fee and the player contract. So PSG ultimately decided that, hey, I'm going to we want we want to go for the Champions League this year. We need Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi running the front line. So we're gonna go for it one time this year. Like, forget your money. Um, we'll make more. We'll print more some somehow. And okay, um, Mbappe can leave for free, but we're going for the Champions League this year. That's the one trophy PSG hasn't won. Yeah. So like in their history, so like they never, never. So they want it. They want it bad. Uh, like their owners want it bad. So it's like they're doing everything they can to do it. Right. So they're going all in. So they're yep. going. So that's what I mean. Prioritizing your competitions. Going back to that, dude. Like it depends on. What league you're in, what your owners want, what your objectives are, what you okay. guys have yeah, already you won. You could even say City. City, the whole reason they hired their coach was to win Champions League. And it wasn't never, to win the league, right? and they've never won it. And they've won. They've never won Champions League either. So, um, now clubs can only complete a transfer at two points during the calendar season. Okay, yeah, what does the that two mean? Window, the two windows. There's only two windows that you can buy and sell players. So if you go back to the calendar. You can only buy you can buy in the summer, which is from June first to August thirty first. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can. Or did buy, you say June first? Is it June first or July? 1st? I think it's July first. Yeah, ah, I'm pretty sure it's July first. July first. July first to August thirty. Two months. Yep. July first to August thirty first. Okay. Okay. You can buy in the summer, so in the off season, really, that's where you see a lot of players move. Or you can buy in mid season, which is in January, January first to January thirty first. So, I like the January. The January window, it's harder to move players because you're you're literally, like, desperate. You know what I'm saying? Like, clubs look at you as desperate. Like, if you're trying to make a change in season, like, it's you're kind of desperate. So, it comes off as desperate. So, it's like they – the price goes up. It's just a lot harder to move players, especially in from other countries because, you know, if you get a Spanish-speaking player coming into a new league, a new format, a new play style – language barrier he's not going to hit the ground running you know what i'm saying so they like to make those moves kind of in the summer so they can kind of get the player moved into the new like into his new environments you know get him a translator get him an apartment you know figure out his transportation and schooling for kids like stuff like that get him all settled you know so he doesn't really have to think about anything off the field except for soccer once it's time right. for the season to start so Harder to do deals in January for a lot of those reasons. Um, summer is where most of the deals get done, though. But again, there's okay. it's, it can only move in two windows. Um, what I do like about the January window is it comes, it breaks up the Champions League, like right in the middle. It breaks up the group stage and the knockout stage. So the group stage, one, two, three, four, five, six, ends in December, right? And that's when the draw, that's when you find out who your knockout opponent, opponent is. That round of 16 is not until February, the second week of February. So you go, you have a whole window here to prepare. You might have injuries at this time. Um, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know who your opponent is. Your opponent could be someone that's on 
fire in December when the draw comes down. They can suffer all these injuries in January, and by February, you're the favorite now because this team is just decimated by injuries or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. It's a whole different team. Especially depending on what type of league you're in too, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, And so... Yeah, so like that's why I like the January window because some teams can come and get some reinforcements, get ready for the Champions League. You can, you know, see if some players are going to renew their contracts, if they're going to end up, you know, getting sold, like get plans in place to get sold for the following summer. So a lot of things do happen in January. A lot of uh, pieces are put in place, um, but that's really just how kind of the transfer windows work. And the big reason they created the window is because the bigger teams would buy, they would get into the season and then they'd buy all the other teams' best players. Like all the time, you know, like, and just ruin their whole season. Yeah. I mean, oh, like he had three games, I'm going to buy you. Yeah. So it's like, no, you can only do it through in these two times, which I like. Yes. Wow. Any questions there? Any questions on the transfer fee and the contract? Mm -mm. No. I'm good. Um, are you going to talk about like how loans work? We can talk about it yeah, yeah briefly. So, yeah. I don't have a slide on it, but yeah, loans Kier, you have you have Kobe and I'm trying to I I just lost my I just lost my shooting guard for the season. And you just got, you know what? Let's not use Kobe for an example because you have D-Wade and Kobe's your starter. D-Wade's your backup shooting guard, okay? I just mm-hmm. lost my shooting guard for the season. Like, bro, let me let me borrow Dwayne Wade for the season. I'll pay his I'll pay his fees. So then in in turn, like he'll play, like he's not just sitting on the bench. You know, you can develop him a little bit. Let's say if he's a younger guy, I can develop him for you a little bit and I'll send him back to you in a year. Okay. That's how they work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just loans and you can do them for months, you can do them for like yeah, I think year. two years is the longest. Yeah, you it can depends do. on the age. Yeah, you can do two year loans. Like what, do one players year like doing loans? Um, depends. Yeah, depends. Yeah. <laughs> depends. The young, the younger players, they don't want to sit on the bench. They want to get some experience playing, maybe in another league, playing, you know, even playing for a lower team in the same league, but knowing that they're going to be starting every week, then playing for a higher team like Chelsea or Manchester United. And just sitting on the bench all year, right? Yeah. Can you can you loan a player in the same league? You can, and then they yeah. put they put in provisions sometimes, depending on the loan agreement, that that player just can't play against you. So Chelsea has a couple players that are loaned out to Premier League clubs, and when they play, that player is inactive. Yeah, Why? Chelsea's known for their loans, <laughs> huh? Why? Hey, that's just the that's that's the contractual obligations put in place. Well, do you remember the Champions League final between Dortmund and uh, Bayern Munich? And Mario Mario Götze already announced that he was going to go to Bayern. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> that was bad, Horrible. dude. That Horrible. Bad. Oh, didn't 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 uh, Real Madrid play Juventus in the final, and then like a month later, Ronaldo went to Juventus. Um, he yeah. they played yeah. in the yeah. knockout stage, but Ronaldo oh, did play stage. Juventus in the final and won. But like. Yeah, a few years later, they played in the knockout stage. Ronaldo had a beautiful. He said he had a bicycle kick. It was after a goal. Yeah. He had a bicycle yeah, I saw, kick. And I then saw that. He said, when what made me realize I wanted to go to Juventus was after that goal, I got a standing ovation from the Juventus <laughs> fans. 
Oh, and so then he, he had was the like, New Jersey on, huh? Yep, 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 yep. And he was just like, cycle. he was like, yeah, I got the standing, I got standing ovation from the opposition fans, and that's how I knew that like they appreciate good football, and this would be a team that I could end up going to, and he ended up going there. But now, nothing. but now, are they kind of like rebuilding? Juventus, yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I'd say so. That's I'd why he so. was like, but they old. <laughs> yeah, so they have a couple aging players, an aging team, um, a couple good players, but um, Inter Milan mm-hmm. won the league in Italy last year, and they look like they can do it again. But again, they just lost. Yeah. Um, they they just lost their top yeah. striker. So who Ronaldo? You know, no, Lukaku. No, Lukaku, Lukaku. Lukaku. Chelsea. Yeah, so not the highest score. That would be Ronaldo. So, but are we gonna talk about like why players? <laughs> Why don't like all right? Yeah, give if me your question, because we're pretty much done. <laughs> if Premier League is the best league, why don't all the players want to play in the Premier League? There's a lot of reasons in that. There's weather. There's language. There's food. Who cares? Oh, you want to play they the care. best? You want to play in the most competitive league? You want to beat the best? Also play in this enjoy, league. Also want to enjoy what I do. Yeah, and, like, and then you got okay. Champions League to beat them. There are there are players, even that Manchester United have bought, have come to England, have been absolutely miserable because they just hated Manchester. They just hated Upper. Like Manchester is not a place that you want to live. Like to be no. honest, like it's kind of like Green Plains. Bay. Let's be honest, dude. Yeah, okay. like, you know what I mean. It's just like Upper Northeast is not London. Like you know what I nope. mean. So it's like you get like yeah, and those players just don't settle in, and the, like playing for the team. Manchester United, Man City, or whatever is just not enough for them, and they end up leaving. Which I get, okay. you know, Spain. It's eighties all the time and beautiful weather. Yeah, why, dude. you know, why play in the snow and get your ass beat? You know, yeah. it's pretty tough. In Germany, like they have a in their league, they have like a winter break. You yeah. know, where they'll Same stop. Spain. Well, they'll stop the league for three weeks. In England, you double down. The festive you play period. More. Yeah, you play more. <laughs> you play three games. You play three or four games like in like 12 days like you play like nine yeah. games in 21 games 21 days it's or like so it's like players can't adjust to that like coming from outside leagues usually kicking it on the holiday where in england they come over to england and they're getting injured in december and january because they have to play so many games you know what i'm saying it's just a whole different... so and every league <laughs> and every league is different as well you know because premieres I, again i always compare it to nfc north it's brutal mm-hmm. you get beat the hell up mm-hmm. you know but you go to spain and it's beautiful yeah, you, know, you play it's, it's a different skill. different style of games, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Different style. Where Spain, they're more, you know, technical, where it's like we're mm-hmm. trying to run at you and score goals. You see more fast players in defensive positions. And yeah. then, like, the Premier League, you might see more, you know, bigger, bulkier guys and going to, like, kind of foul you and get you off your game that way. So, like, yeah. you see, like, especially strikers, you see them kind of have that adjustment period to figuring out how defenders in respective leagues will play them. Yeah. And many fail. Many. Ask Chelsea. <laughs> many. Many fail. That's true. That's true. Some, some succeed. Many fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, and the league that you guys prefer is the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, it's the easiest to watch. Um, both of our favorite teams are in the Premier League. I think that's pretty Every much game is. is a competition. You know, there's really no easy games. No. Mm. Okay, um, Dalton, you got any questions? Nah, man. I think I, I think I'm gonna just become an Aston Villa fan, though. I don't know. Ah. I think I'm just gonna. I, I don't wanna. 
I don't want to slide into like one of those one of those big clubs. So I'm just gonna like choose Aston Villa because I know like a little bit about them. So I don't know. I I need to find some new allegiance in soccer and uh... Wolverhampton. <laughs> I, I did see yeah, that. That's great. <laughs> see, I did, so I used to like. I mean, I never considered myself a Barcelona fan, but I liked Barcelona because I really liked Messi. Right. right. Yeah. You know, and um, and I used to feel that like, I I, I still think that Messi is overall better than Ronaldo, just because, <laughs> just because his style of play is like, he has the whole package. He's yeah. he's LeBron. He is LeBron in a way. He is LeBron in a way, but I prefer I prefer Ronaldo's style though. I love his style way more than I love Messi's. See here, I, yeah. here's how I see it, dude. Like Ronaldo was was built. Like he worked pretty much for everything. Yeah, he had the skill, the talent, like to do it. But like you see him, like his Instagram videos, like he is in the gym all the time Perfect. working. Like he does like. Hundreds and hundreds of free kicks a day, just practicing all the time. Messi can roll out of the bed and just break ankles. You know what I'm saying? He's just magic. So that's the difference. Like Messi is like, he's like, he's like, he's gifted, like completely gifted. Because you look at him, he doesn't look like much. But then you put him on the ball, dude, and he's dribbling past everybody and scoring these amazing goals because he and he makes like really sick passes. In an easy league, in an easy league, yeah, but it's like in an easy league, it's it's fair. But it's, it's like fair. he's, but and, he's like he's just like I mean, but like okay, he plays in Champions Leagues and dominates in there. Not recently, right? not recently. Well, not recently. Okay. They lost. They lost. <laughs> well, Messi hasn't won a cha- Messi hasn't won a Champions League since Barcelona, Pat. right? Right. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's Pep, I guess. So no, like, that wasn't just, no, that was a uh, no. Luis Enrique. Yep, you're right. So you're it's right. just like when I watch Messi, like his style, his style just feels so like, like, like. And you're not the first person to tell me like the difference in it. And I had that as one of my questions, like, what's their really their big difference in their development? Mm-hmm. And I remember this one guy who's a huge pack uh, Packer. He's a huge soccer fan. He says he told me he says just that. He said, Messi is just all talent. And saying he works hard too, you know, but it's just raw talent. Yeah. And he really, like, defined his game, like, really, like, you know, honed in his skills. He said, Ronaldo is just all work. Everything. That's what I'm he saying. Said, he's, he's not even close to this talented as player as Messi is. He said, but, like, everything he is is just work. It's how, bro. That's Mamba mentality, dude. If he was a it soccer is. player, it Ronaldo. is Ronaldo. It, it really is. Dude, it is. He, Ronaldo like, is yeah, definitely Mamba gym, mentality. Just, just like working on everything all the time he's and just being, being mad after every loss. He's yeah. mad after every tie. Yeah, yeah dude. It's, it's just that, that relentless with, with, energy. I, dude, I, when so. I see Messi, like, the only time I really see Messi, like, distraught over a loss is when he loses, like, for his country. And, but, like, that's when I see lot. him lose with like Barcelona, or whatever, it's kind of like uh, lost, but okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, and but and, like, and it was like, that was because that was because until just recently he hasn't won a trophy with his country, but he did right. just do that over the summer. So for the first time, right? So like he got that monkey off his back. I guess you could say Ronaldo did that um what three years ago. So yeah, um, there's just better. 
in a better tournament. Like, tournament. Yeah, so. And like and what confirmed <laughs> it for me with Ronaldo, how much I like love his style was the first game with Man Man U. Mm-hmm. This dude scored like two goals and he could have had like three and then like dude was just like on attack. The one goal that he scored, he's just I think it was his second one. He's just he uh put it between the goalie's it, legs. Yeah, no, like man. it was when it was when that they were like just like coming up the field, right, right, and then Ronaldo all <laughs> the way in the back, and he's just gunning, 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 right, and it's like he gave that guy that look, that dude gave him the ball, and he just uh-huh. said, boom. It it was kind of like without saying it, it was kind of like, give me the damn ball and get out my way. I'm about to do work. I and love that. Does. Dude, and that's, I love that, dude. I he's love one of my that favorite, He's one of my favorite players because of that, man. Like he will outwork every single person. He will raise, he will raise the expectation levels at at Manchester United. You know, yes. they, they yes. lack. They yes. were lacking that, dude. They were lacking yes. that over the last couple of years. So that's what. They need that's why they're like legit title contenders a, this year because of, because he's of probably him. A, uh, just he's because probably of him. He's probably a shit teammate, though. <laughs> no, I heard his. I heard his. In regards of like not like not like not like yeah yeah like that Kobe's he's hard on his so teammates because like, he expects him to be like he's like, like Kobe. Kobe you, was not nice you to you know his teammates. What, yeah, yeah. You know what happened Kobe... to Ronaldo? You know what happened to Ronaldo? It didn't happen to Kobe though that much. Really, is that what? Ronaldo the the game that he won that they won the Europa League or the um the Euros his first international trophy <laughs> he got injured he got uh, he had to come yeah. off injured in that game and he had to. Yeah sit there and cheer on his teammates for them to like Coach. win the game in overtime yeah. 1-0 against mm. France the favorites so it's like he was he had to sit there and trust his teammates in the system and everything and they ended up delivering his trophy like the trophy for him and so i think that really helped him realize like hey i need to i i can i have to realize what my expectations are or like limit or realize what my limitations are and okay you know, and become a different player because ever since then he's he was a wide wide winger player. He's now playing up top. He's playing the oh, number nine like, what does that forward mean? player. Like he's playing the guy that like the he's playing the forward, like the center forward. So he's okay. just like directly involved in goals. When before he used to play on the wing, where he just like kind of create and use his speed. But now he's kind of realizing I don't have, I, I can't run that much. Like I still got okay. like the burst, I got the acceleration, but I, I can't run up and down the wings like like he's I like used what thirty six. Yeah, yeah. thirty six years old. Yeah, he's old. He's thirty six. Like, Messi's yeah. thirty five. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, he's old. Messi's a year and a half younger, I believe. I love this... I love I love the soccer players that are uh uh like for example Slatan, whatever his name is. Slatan Ibrahimovic. <laughs> that first. <laughs> That first game he had with the uh, Galaxy. LA Galaxy, <laughs> and he kicked that thing. That thing, yes. You know, he Took came in the game and he just said, "Boom!" And he just went God. great. Not even that he went crazy, but he just said, "I have arrived." Yeah, I don't know so what y'all about to see. Yeah, yeah. That's and what I like, bro. I'll you want to get you. Americans? You want to get Americans involved in soccer like that? Oh, one. without a we, doubt. We, uh, in, America, in America, we love our stars. We love superstars. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. We love seeing the best dominate. And we don't have that here. Our best player. Mm. Who's, who's the best American player right now? Christian like, Pulisic? Or, like, yeah. for in the America? US? In America yes. or the best American player? The best American player. Yeah. Because Christian the best probably. American player isn't playing in America. 
mean, it's true. None of the best of it. Like the top five <laughs> American players are not playing in the, are not playing in America. So yeah, who, nope. is that Christian dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I hear I he's always he's hurt. Best. Is he always he hurt? He is always hurt, yes. He is always hurt, which isn't good. That's scary. I know. Especially at a young age. Yep. Yeah, he's young. Um, Mo Salah, 2 nothing, Liverpool, 78 City's minutes. City's still tied with Southampton. So, so. But yeah, the oh, yes. um, U.S. national team, they again, they have guys playing across Europe that will help their development, but like they they have some work to do. That's why. And here, okay. my last argument on Messi, Ronaldo. Messi has never mm-hmm. played in Premier League, the best league. Yeah, Ronaldo has come back twice. You're, actually, you're absolutely right. Ronaldo has tried his trade and has been brave so enough to everywhere. leave. You know what that's I mean? He's won everywhere. That's the edge because Messi didn't even want to leave Barcelona. Yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, yeah that is the edge, bro. I'll I will say that Messi okay. might be a better so, talent, but Ronaldo, in terms of hard work, out wanted everywhere. You know, Italy. Well, he's won everywhere. He... England. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I get Messi that. Messi has not. Yeah. So who Again, is I'm not guys, saying that's who's your guys like all time favorite players? Didier Drogba. <laughs> who's that? Um he the was the he was one of the greatest strikers in the Premier League. He's from the mm. Ivory Coast. Um played for Chelsea. And... You don't understand how hard it was. I was trying to get that damn autograph for you. <laughs> I know. I know. He man. played in Phoenix for a while. Yeah, here. he came over at the end of his career to play uh, at the Phoenix Rising. So, uh, okay, which is pretty cool. But um, he played. He played here in the uh, in the MLS of uh, Montreal mm-hmm. too. But like, no, he was one of my favorite players. Um, is one of my favorite players. Just a striker. Um, yeah, his last uh, his last goal. Chelsea was the deciding penalty kick in the Champions League final against Byron, and the game was in Munich, so it was like Tampa having a home game in the Super Bowl, and Chelsea went in there and beat them. Mm. Nuts. Yeah, it was okay. nuts. To get there... Drug was one of the greatest. Yeah, but isn't so it easy. supposed to be, like, isn't the, like, Champions League final supposed to be in, like, a... Neutral. Na- n- neutral. Well, they change. Well, they changed the venue every year. It just so happens that Byron, yeah. like, it was supposed to be in Munich, oh, okay, and Byron okay. got to the final, so... Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, how Tampa just happened to have a home yeah, game and it's exactly okay. Okay. And, yeah, because yeah. they pick years ahead. So what do you think? Gonna... What do you guys think is gonna take for America? Because I know what I think what it's gonna take for America to get in tune with soccer. But what do you guys believe is gonna take for America to get in tune with soccer? Clayton, you can go first. I just think it's no cap. You spend what you want. I mean, you, the the guys will come over here. They, in my opinion, we pay them; they'll play yeah. here. A you lot think, of them. That's why they come to want, us. You think players do want to come to America to play? I'm not going to say the the best of the best, but we can get some top talent, and then that can start to move things. But you know, you can't play Champions League if you're in MLS. That's why. Not, I mean, you could play our Champions League that we have because it's best of Europe, not best of the world. But what, couldn't they change that? <laughs> I don't see them doing that. Uh, they could. I mean, if we start to maybe make it competitive, because they want money. Okay. There's money. I mean, do you it's think easy. maybe like the U.S. if they win a World Cup, that maybe it would like, like, spike push it us up? up? Yeah. Not yeah. like push us up, but like get a more Americans more engaged and wanting to play soccer. Well, let's see. And this is the last thing I will say. What let's um, let's see what happens because, like I said, the '94 World Cup really helped. Um, the U.S. Yeah. expanded soccer. So now, 2026, we got a joint bid here with the uh, U.S., Canada, and Mexico. So start saving yeah, up your money. That, 
Start saving up your money because the World Cup is going to be here. Um, well, I'll be there in in four years. So you know, four ish years here. So um, well, Chicago's years, really? getting one, isn't it? No, they're not. Which is very they're not? no, they're not a host wow. city. Which makes Phoenix? Do you know? No, nah, I'm not sure. I forgot what the list looks like. But there's like there's a game in there's like Nashville. game in Toronto, game in Mexico City, and then the rest are like yeah, spread out throughout LA. the U.S. It'd but, probably be in L.A. I bet you. I'm hoping. I'm hoping like you know. My my wife and I can go become uh, groupies and go to like three games. So. <laughs> Meet you guys out there. Yeah, for so I, just, I just feel like I just feel like like so like the women's national team they damn near always win, but like no one cares about women's sports that much. No, no. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, I like women's yeah. sports. I watch the WNBA, mm-hmm. you know, but like in here we don't really care in the world. Period. They don't care about women's sports because it's not. And this is a whole um, another conversation, um, but the the uh, the bigger clubs like Manchester United and Chelsea and um, you know other clubs mm-hmm. Barcelona they are really starting to invest in the women's game though like they're they're building up their academies they're getting some teams going they got their leagues it's like Champions so League definitely they, yeah, should... they got a Champions League as well so they're and, definitely building up their games and you know how they have like their preseason games here in America like Real Madrid mm-hmm. Barcelona and they'll come mm-hmm. over here and have their preseason games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to make their stars play. <laughs> I don't care. Like, 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 I don't want to go. What What was the game where? I think it was one in Chicago where it was Barcelona and Real Madrid. I think mm-hmm. they played in Chicago a couple years ago. Unless yeah. I'm wrong. Okay. You know, guys, know what I'm talking about. I don't know the exact game, but I know there was. Play a lot. Yeah, I know yeah. they do yeah. play in Chicago. Okay. One of them did play a few years ago for sure. Okay, one of them. All, okay, so like they came over here, and it's like. Well, great, they're here, but like, none of the stars are playing. Messi wasn't even in America. No. But like, if you, yeah. yeah, that that is true. But if you are a um, a diehard Barcelona fan, then you know who's on the field. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Okay. You know who's out yeah. there, and you're just like, the oh, this, players, there's this young, yeah. oh, like, oh, there's this young kid that's probably gonna be coming over with the with the with the um, with the summer team, and like, man, like, okay. if he can just happen to get into the first team, like, he's gonna snap off. Like so, it's like mm-hmm. you like yeah. As being a diehard fan, you will know who's on the field. You know, yeah. Like okay. it's still like they'll have like oh, some okay. of the first team guys, not all of them, but like even with the young guys, you're just like, all right, I I know who these guys are coming out of the academy and want right. to see what they can do. That's cool. Right. There's no Man City stuff on this uh, on this. Yeah, podcast. we don't I feel like. like I, I feel like I can talk about this all day because I have a lot. I said I'm like. I'm glad, dude. I'm glad. Questions. So we're we're gonna do this again. Oh, boys, FC because. Uh, Oh, boys, FC. Oh, I love it. I love it. Probably, uh, let's have a check-in um, maybe in a couple months or so, guys, and just like okay. see how the season kind of goes out. Maybe we'll talk about the Champions League after the group stage, and, you know, we can touch on that and what some of the draws are and just what how the season's means, going yeah. for our teams and everything and, you know, what the uh, you know what the next few months will look like. How Ashton Villa's doing. Do it. I'll, go get yourself I'll one. I'll go grab a Villa jersey. Fuck it. Get your yeah. Villa jersey. What are they ranked right now? They're in twelfth. I don't, like, right I don't now. like that. Like I don't like the jerseys that don't have the players on the back because I like to represent the team and the jersey and, and the player. It's just hard because they change so much, man. Yeah, I don't care about that. Okay. I just yeah, want a Ronaldo fine. jersey. No, I, I just don't know where to get one. I have a I Ronaldo you, uh, Manchester. But you think they'll have Ronaldo yeah. though? Yeah, what, the side I sent you. Yeah, but you you sent me like a throwback side. Oh, bro. Yeah, yeah, they'll have. I mean. Ronaldo played there, but yeah, they'll have Ronaldo. I, I mean, you want the new one? Yeah, go, yeah, go to the one. go to the site, bro. Oh, 
Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they... No, they do. They do. United's got them right now. Yeah. Okay, I'm finna look right now. Yeah, dude, All right, man. On, this man. was great. Uh, hey. I learned a lot. <laughs> good stuff, boys. I'm, uh, glad, I'm glad you guys were able to join. Um, you know, still, we'll, we'll definitely put something together. Yeah. Um, to, okay. Uh, yeah, sit down in the next couple months, guys. So, All right. If that is it, uh, he's still. I'm Ziggy. We will talk to y'all later. Peace out. I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy.